Grab your fork and grab your knife Morning, afternoon and night Mama's recipe and mine We're about to have a good time Hey sis, eat this Hey sis, eat this Woohoo! Hey, sis. Hey, sis. We have another big holiday coming up, girl. We sure do. It's kind of like our Super Bowl. Yeah, y'all thought National Siblings Day was a big holiday, but Mother's Day is really our jam. It sure is. Mother's Day is a few days away, and we love nothing more than to celebrate all the mamas out there. Well, this is our first official Mother's Day on the Hey, Sis, Eat This Mm -hmm. podcast, so we thought we'd go really big, right, Whit? Yeah, you got to. We've put together kind of a little variety show, if you will, Mm -hmm. and Courtney and I left our tiny desks and we went out into the world and we interviewed people about their mamas in a little segment that we like to call Sis on the Street. Yeah, Sis on the the Street or Sis in the Dallas Arboretum, (laughs) (laughs) where we went to interview people. Some ran away from us as if we were monsters and some were really (laughs) kind and, and talked to us. But in addition to Sis on the Street, we've also invited some of our fave mamas on here to come talk to us about uh, mama stuff. Yeah, I think we know the best mama, the queen of all mamas is our very own Mama Ashley. For sure. Doesn't get better than Mama Ashley. (laughs) All right, let's do it then. Hey, sis. Hey, sis. We are here today at the beautiful Dallas Arboretum in the garden with kale and red leaf lettuce, and we are here to celebrate Mother's Day. We're gonna talk to some folks, we're gonna get some information about moms, and just have a great day. Give us one word to describe your mom. Um, involved. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Would it be a charlatan? (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Um... Involved. You're the okay. second man that said that today. What is your favorite dish? Um, she's way better at baking. Than she, okay. She's very good at cooking, uh, but bacon's especially. I think she makes very good cookies. I loved orange ruffy, which is like uh, it's like a spicy oh, yeah, fish dish. Yeah, I was like obsessed with it. That's the one, that's the one my husband yeah. hated. That was his was most dreaded dish. But one thing that I used to love that she would do. And she would make like simple treats and desserts and they would be ready for us when we got home from school. Oh, so, nice. the cookie, the mom that had yeah, the cookies waiting for you when you got home from school. or like Rice Krispie treats, you know, Ooh, that kind of thing. God, I love a Rice so, Krispie treats. So, yeah, that's the stuff that really stands out to me as like, that's awesome you know, too. the food memories, so I guess, nice. with her. What was the time that you got busted getting into trouble by your mom? I was not a super crazy child. I, honestly, the first thing that comes to mind is when she told me I couldn't wear a dress to church because my legs were too white and I looked ridiculous and I gave her pushback. And I was like, I just want to wear this dress. She's like, don't ask me again. I got grounded for a month. Yeah, so she asked me where all the liquor was in our liquor cabinet. And I said, I don't know. And then I went upstairs to text my friend and said, hey, I, dude, I think my mom knows we drank her liquor and I sent it to my mom. <laughs> oh, oh, no. So I went to my mom and she was like downstairs and she goes, Emily? And right when she said my name, I knew that I'd oh, send it to her. My- Do you mind sharing the last text message that your mother wrote to you on your phone? She texted me, Taco Tuesday, care to join us? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. 
she um, said, how was your day? It's 420, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> and I told her I would send her some gummies. Oh, does your mom yeah. smoke weed? She doesn't, but she wants to. Have you gotten drunk with your mom recently? No, she frequently gets tipsy though. She's kind of a wino. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I love it. So that's right. fun. What is the best advice your mother's ever given you? She gave me the advice, which I actually like tell people now when we get in, like girl issues, is that she said, Christina, like throughout your life, people either like you or they won't like you. And a lot of that's out of your control. So don't let it bother you. I which that. I have actually taken yeah. that to heart and I still use that yeah. now. The best advice would be um, just to like not take anything too seriously. Focus on your own. Stay in your own lane kind of thing. Don't yeah. worry about the noise. Oh, that's so great. Anything that uh, you want to say about your mom before we wrap Any this up? Any good advice? Up? Yeah, I, I would say this. Um, for anyone that is a mom, I guess I said she was involved. But I, when I think back, like, every weekend when I was a kid, we were going to museums or zoos or she was Aww. reading us to the library. And, yeah, I just look back and, like, I've got nothing but fond memories from my childhood. And a lot of those are with my mom. Not saying my Aww. dad wasn't involved, but he was doing dad stuff, yeah. whereas my mom was, like, getting us cultured Amen. and like yeah she's so, involved yeah exactly she's very involved so no i i i uh i don't know i think uh, anyone that's a good mom is just super involved in their kids lives Aww, yeah. that's wonderful yeah. that's i love so that sweet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you for sharing both yeah, of you course. yeah well court i think we can honestly say that two of our biggest fans of the podcast are our mother-in-laws for sure yes thank god <laughs> because we've said some pretty inappropriate things too along the way. I thought, you know, I'm always worried I'm going to get some sort of text disowning me, but so far it's so just far been... so good. Uh huh. Yeah. And since we are celebrating all the mamas in our lives this week, I'd like to welcome my mother-in-law, Mama Lori. Welcome, Lori. Thanks for having me. Welcome, Lori. We just as you know, love your son, Lance. He is one of the most amazing humans that I know. And we're so thankful that he's a part of our family. Thanks. You did a good job. You were a good mama. You really did. I had a lot of help. So it wasn't just me. Well, it takes a village. It does. So in addition to Lance, you are also a wonderful mom to Lance's baby sister, Kayla who is 17 years younger than Lance. So we know that you've got some great stories about these two kiddos. I do. <laughs> they are separate stories. Yeah, that's a they spread. Were, they were 16 and a half years apart. So they were like only children. Right. Because um, Lance was out of the house when Kayla was four. So right. God, I would think that would be easier I almost died having two little babies running around in diapers at the same time. That was really tough, <laughs> but we got through it. <laughs> I think it was easier on me, but not necessarily easier on them because I know Kayla really wanted a sibling closer to their her age. Yeah. Lance and Kayla are close now, but they weren't when she was growing up. Neither were we. I mean, there's six years between us and we were just at such different stages in our lives that we didn't become really close until our adult years. And that's kind of all that matters. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's really beautiful that they have such a special relationship now. And even though there is such a spread, 
I just seen the way he is with her and it's really sweet. And you've done a good job with both of them that they are able to have such a great relationship. So Lori, what is your favorite thing about being a mom? I knew you were going to ask me that first and I'll probably cry with that. Uh, My favorite thing about being a mom is just watching them grow up and all the experiences that they have, like losing their first tooth and (laughs) and, um, graduating from high school, all the little things and the big things. Just watching them at Kayla's wedding last month Mm -hmm. and just watching them on the dance floor, um, (laughs) laughing and dancing, and it just brought me so much joy. And then the other thing is you always have unconditional love. I have it for them. They have it for me. Mm. Yes. So beautiful. It's those milestones, too, that you remember and that you just want to hold on to and cherish. Yeah. We think Lance is one of the most hilarious people in our family. And and that's a big list of people who are running for that top award. But (laughs) what is one of the funniest stories from his childhood? One of the funniest stories from his childhood was really a scary moment initially with for me We were in the car and he was in the front seat and I think it was six or seven. Back then we didn't need or we didn't have seatbelts necessarily. Oh yeah, it wasn't required. So we were driving down the street. I was pulling away from the stop sign, and all of a sudden he goes tumbling out of the door. Oh my gosh! Of the moving car. Oh no. I was scared to death, but didn't know what to do. So I started to pull over out of the middle of the street and he thought I was going to leave him. So he (laughs) got up and ran after the car and said, mom, mom, mom. And I pulled over and he got into the car. He wasn't hurt at all, but he got in the car and he said, mom, I should be on That's Incredible. (laughs) I remember that show too. Oh, that's so cute. He loved that show. And then he came out with that. And then later he told me, I thought you were leaving me. And I told him, you know, I would never leave you. I just didn't really know what to do. So. Oh, that's so funny. It's so funny, too, that kids always think, I mean, my kids will do the same thing or more when they were a little bit smaller, but they would think that I was going to leave them somewhere or something. And I just, you always say, mothers never leave. Mothers never leave. And I would always tell them, even if you're lost, I will always come find you. If you can't find me, I will find you. Correct. I'm sure mom wanted to leave me a few times. Yeah, she probably did. I'm not saying that we never want to leave, but we don't leave. (laughs) I do remember a funny story. This also isn't around the time when we were just rolling around the car without seatbelts, but Whitney was being a really naughty little two-year-old and we were in the car. She was sitting on the hump, actually, you know, the little console and I was in the front seat and she was two years old in a diaper just sitting in the middle of the car. She did something and my mom got really mad and I remember her going, there was a boarding school for two-year-olds. I'd just send you there, Whitney. And I was like, 
eight at the time. I'm like, no, mommy, what are you talking about? No, I w- don't send her to boarding school. <laughs> like, I'm not. I can't because she's two, but I would, you know, joking around. I remember those days of no seat belts. It was a wild, it was the Wild West. It was. Was there a time that either Lance or Kayla were naughty as little kids and got into trouble? I had perfect children. They didn't really get <laughs> Lucky you. Well, I actually asked him if there was a time and he told me to remind you of him peeing off the hill in the parking lot. Oh, Lance. Oh, well, okay. I don't remember peeing off the hill, but I remember picking him up at daycare. The people at daycare were like, I I need to talk to you. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) They're like, "Uh, Lance and another boy were caught peeing on the uh, bathroom door at the school. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. And this was after the after school program. And I was in denial. I didn't believe it really happened. At what age was he? Oh, probably only six or seven. Not, not <laughs> really old. Like where he should have, well, he should have known better, but right. um, not like, nine or 10, but not 16 or 16. Did he get in trouble or were you just in full denial? I told him not to do it again, Yeah, but I really didn't believe it. So I don't think he really got in any major trouble. Boys will be boys. Yep. Mark in their territory. <laughs> he was. <laughs> <laughs> what was the dish that you served that the kids didn't like? Kayla, she just pretty much didn't like anything but chicken nuggets and mac and cheese and eggs. Initially, I would make her, you know, chicken nuggets or something. And about six or seven, I finally told her I wasn't going to make any more special meals for her, that I was only going to make one meal. And if she didn't want it, she didn't have to eat it, but she was going to have to make her own food. Mm -hmm. She did. She had a lot of mayonnaise sandwiches and <laughs> eggs, scrambled eggs from then on. Oh my gosh, mayonnaise sandwich. I actually think that kind of sounds good. <laughs> that is so funny and resourceful. It is. I could also deal with the Miracle Whip sandwich, Ooh. quite frankly. I do love I that. Too. Mm-hmm. I could too. Yeah. That's funny. We're We're currently going through that in our house too, when I make dinner and I said, listen, kitchen's closed. I'm not a short order cook. You, if you don't want it, then you make your own. And then what does Jason make? (laughs) (laughs) I love that Whitney. Do you remember Lori, a kitchen conundrum that you got yourself into during the kid's childhood? Well, I thought of one from Lance. I actually was thinking about the, the same recipe, chicken and rice, that I got from his grandma, Phyllis. Mm. And I used to make it a lot. It was one of of Lance's favorites. And I was thinking he was about four or five and had a friend over for dinner. Mm -hmm. And I was making chicken and rice. When I went to pull it out, somehow I dumped it. So it went all over the oven, over the floor. Needless to say, we didn't eat chicken and rice that night what a mess and just the mess of it all you know having to clean it up was terrible 
But the chicken and rice sounds good. What what's in it? What's special about it? It's just an old 1970s recipe. It's right white rice and then cream of chicken soup and cream of celery soup. Mm. And then you just put in some chicken broth and put the chicken on top, put it in the oven for like hour, covered in about 15 or 20 minutes uncovered. Do you do whole breasts or do you cut it into chunks? Whole breasts. Okay. Mm. Mm. That sounds pretty good. I like it. It does sound good. I love a chicken and rice casserole. Lance used to love it when he was a kid. So Whitney, if you make it as a surprise. (gasps) I'm going to do that. (laughs) That's a good one. I'm going to do it. I love that. And report back. I will. I don't think it's a panty dropper, but I mean, (laughs) it is good. (laughs) <laughs> i love you that's oh, great that was epic. a true hey sis fan it's oh, beautiful yes oh so good all right we did not send you this question in advance but we want to know what the last text message you had with lance and kayla i know kayla's is going to be better than what lance is well i talked to kayla a lot so they're not that exciting what she said to me, you can just Google, we'll decide. And I said, okay, thanks. <laughs> what was it about? They have an app, we'll decide, we'll yes. decide that is a spinner and they put different meals on it. And that's how they do their meal planning. They spin the wheel huh. and then oh. put that as their food. And I'm having trouble trying to figure out what to make on a budget. You know, sometimes you eat the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I'm going to wheel, wheel, like W-E E. or like a bike. Apostrophe. Oh, oh, a wheel, wheel. like W-H. Wheel. Okay. Wheel. Uh Wheel decide. I love that. And way to bring it back to food, Lori. You're the best guest ever. Well, you talk to each other like Kayla and I talk to each other at least every at least every day. But oh yeah, sometimes only five minutes. Both of us have boring lives right now. So what did you make for dinner last night? It's just the basics. That's not boring, by the way. That's like the <laughs> highlight of my day when I right. hear what Whitney made for dinner. And I would say that it's just lovely to make that connection, even if it is one or two, three, five minutes. Mm-hmm. It's that connection with your child and just knowing that you guys are okay. I think it's important and lovely. And you yeah. know, it's, you're you're blessed to have a relationship like that. Absolutely. It is a treasured relationship because I, you know, during the pandemic, she called me almost every single day and we would stay on the phone almost the whole time she had lunch so almost an hour Aww. every day Aww, so, that's so that's nice so yeah. special so really yeah. really sweet well, well Lori, we can't thank you enough yeah, for thank sharing you for some sharing. time with us well thank you for having me and reminiscing about your two wonderful children who we love so much and are so happy to have in our lives i am truly blessed to have them in my life Well, I'm sure this won't be the last time that you will be on this podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I don't know if I'll be listening to this part of the podcast. (laughs) Oh, you better. We'll make you sound real good. (laughs) Okay, make me sound good, you guys. Thank you for having me, and I am blessed to have you guys in my life, too. Well, happy Mother's Day. We love you so much. 
Thank you. Thank have a, you. Have a wonderful Mother's Day, Courtney. Thank you, Lori. And Mwah. you too, Whitney, with your mama. Oh, we will. Thank you. Court, we've heard from Lance's mom, Mama Lori. So now it's time to talk to your mother-in-law, who we know is a big fan of the show as well. Mama Andy, welcome to Hey Sis, Eat This. Well, thank you, sisses. <laughs> well, she's Mimi to me now because that's her grandma name. Right. So, but uh, regardless, this is our very special Mother's Day episode. So we wanted to talk to you about a few things mom related. I just have to say, thank you for being probably next to Mama Ashley, our number one Hey Sis fan. Whitney knows that I look forward to your texts on Thursday afternoon because you're one of the only ones that actually listens like on Thursday. And, oh, and you'll get one later today. Okay, good. If we don't hear from you by, you know, four o'clock Pacific, we're like, has Andy listened yet? Maybe you shouldn't <laughs> like the episode. I know. I'm like, I haven't heard from Andy yet. <laughs> Because Mama Ashley right away will give us like, I don't like that. I don't like mm -hmm. that you said the F word. I don't like that you talked about my colonoscopy, you know, and I'm like, sorry, you know, don't worry. I won't talk about your colonoscopies. <laughs> I love listening to them. They crack me up. Oh, good. Well, let's get into it. You have two sons, Jason and Jeffrey, and they're two years apart. Two years apart. Okay. And I bet that made for some hilarious stories being so close together. Well, it did make for hilarious stories, except that Jason was like the gift of every mother would want mm -hmm. because he never did anything bad. And then Jeffrey came along <laughs> and Jeffrey, Jeffrey made up was for it. feisty. So <laughs> we, we had, um, challenges but <laughs> Jason was always such an easy son to raise well it's funny how those first and second kids you know it's like those second kids are a little feistier sometimes you know <laughs> I think it's true <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about Mama Andy, Mimi, to me, what is the best thing about being a mom? I know you love being a mom, but what's one of the best things about being a mom? The best thing? I think I always wanted to be a mom, and I think my boys made my life whole. I was only 25 when I had Jason, and it was like a dream come true for me to have a baby and to mm. take care of him and nurture him and take him to classes. And when I actually, when I took him to college, I cried all the way home from <laughs> on the plane. And Larry looked at me and he said, what is wrong? I said, I feel like I've given away my best friend. <laughs> and I just, I don't know what I'm going to do without him. And he said, he'll be fine. I said, I know, but I won't be fine. Yeah, right. <laughs> so he's always been such an easy, wonderful son. And I couldn't ask for anything more as a mom. Mm. I think that's probably what mama thinks about you too, Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think so. Yeah, it's, it's perfect first children. But mom did cry her eyes out when I, when she said goodbye to me freshman year of college and sophomore year but yeah it's hard it's hard yeah I remember when mom and dad dropped me off at ASU 
they walked away and, you know, I'm, I'm such like a mama's girl. I didn't cry. And mom got home and she's like, you didn't even cry when we dropped you off. I was like, <laughs> you were in the middle of like 50,000 people. <laughs> like I had to look cool on my first day at, at school. That's right. You were ready. You were ready to go. I was. I was. Well, tell us some of the funniest moments that you've had with those boys growing up. One comes to mind, I'm sure, Courtney, you've heard this before. We were in Hawaii and there were many families who we knew year after year after year. And we decided to do something fun for the kids. So we told them we were taking them on a snipe hunt. <laughs> no one knew what a snipe hunt was. So we said, well, you have to go get your pillowcases and you have to go out on the beach when it gets dark and you start calling for the snipes and you go, cuckoo, cuckoo. <laughs> and the snipes will come running into your and you and they're only on the sand you have to run up and down the sand to find the snipes so you see this group of kids out on the sand making the snipe call <laughs> coming in with nothing in their pillowcases till we finally told them it was just a prank oh, that's <laughs> hilarious that's <laughs> It sounds to me like the parents just wanted one more cocktail and didn't want to be bothered. So they're like, um, we're going to do a snipe, yeah, snipe hunt, the snipe hunt. That's good. You know, I was about to say y'all are sitting up there with your Mai Tais just laughing yeah. their butts off. <laughs> sure they were. We were laughing. I'm sure. And the hotel's probably like, what the heck is going on out there? Well, I know that Jason was the perfect child. However, there have been a few stories I've heard over the years of him getting into trouble um, when he was really little. So can you share, I'm thinking of one in particular, I think you might know what I'm talking about, but where he got into trouble in the backyard with his friend. Okay. So truth be told, no one ever told me about that until yesterday. <laughs> what? What do you mean? I knew nothing about that. Uh, I thought someone stole my gold necklace. Oh no. oh, no. Only to find out yesterday it was Jason and his friend who took it and thought it would be funny to bury it in the backyard. And Larry has gone out to the backyard and tried to dig it up and can't find it. Oh, my God. I knew nothing. Are about you serious? It. I am. Oh, serious. maybe that's not so funny. I thought that you knew about this. How do I know about this then? Because every apparently everybody knew about it except me. Oh my god! From oh, that's terrible. Well, you know what? I think you need a new gold necklace for Mother's Day. I think that you have served your time, and that's not right. And he should be grounded. Sure, I'm grounding him right now. <laughs> Oh, that's hysterical. No golf for a month. Yeah. <laughs> so they thought it would be funny to bury, to take shovels and bury your gold necklace. And you just went on for years thinking that it was somebody stole it. I thought it was stolen. Yeah. Oh. And there's so many boy stories because boys are devious. They went out in the alley and were th throwing water balloons down the alley to the side street that goes near our house trying to hit cars. Of course. They kind of got in trouble for that a little bit. Yeah. As they should. That could have been dangerous. I think you'd get put in juvie today for doing that. That's really dangerous. So Andy, I know that you're a great cook and mm -hmm. I'm sure that there's cook. some things that you made that the boys didn't necessarily like. Does anything come to mind? 
Well, I can't think of anything they didn't like, but they didn't like that I made cornflake chicken and orange roughy, they say, all the time. I don't remember <laughs> making orange roughy, but apparently I did. And they felt that cornflake chicken was a staple that had to be served once or twice a week. And I oh. still make it, but I don't remember making it to a point that they didn't really- At nauseum. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. I'd like to, I would, you know, like to point out that as a mom, you have to have those staples because it's impossible to make a meal that everybody agrees on or wants to eat. And sometimes right. you got to just do that cornflake chicken once a week. This cornflake chicken sounds interesting. How do you make it? Well, it's really simple. I used to dip it in um, Italian dressing mm-hmm. and then in cornflake crumbs and then bake it. Sounds mm. pretty good. Yeah, it does. I think the Italian dressing sounds really good. I'm going to make it maybe not tonight, but I'm going to make it next week. Exact. Yes. I want the exact recipe, how you did it. And I'm going to see if he notices when I put it on the plate that it's Mama Andy's cornflake chicken. Ooh, and I'll be in town and we can video it. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> or we could really piss him off and make orange roughy. <laughs> Andy, were there any kitchen conundrums that you had when the boys were younger? You know. Did you burn anything? Did you drop a casserole? I don't think I did. The The biggest one I can remember is, is making Reagan's birthday cake two weeks ago. Uh-oh. Something horrible happened to that cake. I think, I, I think what it was is I set the timer on my new Apple Watch and I did hours instead of minutes. Oh, oh and it was in there way too long and it got way too cooked at the bottom. So Courtney had to run to the market and get a new box of, of cake. So I, I could knew have- you were blaming Duncan Hines, weren't you? <laughs> you were blaming that cake mix saying it's just not the same. I didn't realize you'd set it for 30 hours and not 30 minutes. Oh my the God. Truth comes out. <laughs> you really are an amazing cook. Andy and I have done a lot of cooking together and we love to share recipes. So it's been really awesome in that regards to have you as a mother-in-law and be able to share the love of feeding our families together. I agree. All right. So we'll round this out. We'd like to know the last text message you exchanged with Jason, my husband. Well, I've been texting with both of my boys. We'll take one of each. I'm going to look because Jason apparently is full blown sick with a cold right now. Or COVID. I'm about to go get some COVID tests. Yeah. So he needs to be tested. And so the last exchange was... (laughs) I told him to be sure to take a decongestant so your ears don't hurt on the descent. (laughs) It's good advice. Um, Then he landed and I said, welcome home. (laughs) That's amazing. That's a very Jewish mother's text right there. Yes, yes. 100%. Jeffrey, it was, he sent me a picture of the weather forecast for the next week in Dallas. <laughs> yes. And I said, that's what you're going home to. How icky. And he said, yeah, but Dylan has two games that will probably be canceled. That's amazing. I love the decongestant text. That's so funny and yeah. so true. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you for coming on to Hey Sis Eat This. I hope this isn't the last time. Anytime. I'm happy to come on, but I've got to listen to today's episode this afternoon and send you a text. Great. Yeah. Let me know. I think it's cute. 
Well, thank you, Andy. We appreciate it. Happy Mother's Day. Love you. Love your show. Welcome, Mama Ashley, to our Mother's Day celebration. Well, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Happy Mother's Day. Uh, Happy Mother's Day to you, Courtney. Thank you. Well, we just wouldn't even be here without you. Well, obviously, from what I understand, nobody's going to be here with me on Mother's Day. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm we so will sorry. be just later in so the night. Sad. It's so sad. I won't be, but I don't think we've spent Mother's Day together in a couple of years. Well, you and I haven't, no. Yeah. Well, no. we will be back for an 8 p.m. cocktail. How about that? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Well, we... We wanted to dive a little bit deeper into you as a mama and ask you some questions. So let's go ahead and get started. All righty. This is a very broad question, but I'm going to throw it out there. What is your favorite thing about being a mom? Do you have a favorite thing about being a mom? Um, I don't know if it's a favorite thing, but I think the, you know, one of the best things is to, when you're, an infant and a little little child uh one of the most exciting things is is to watch your personalities come out mm-hmm. and how especially if there's two of you like there are of you to see how they're different you know the first baby always wonderful and loving and kind and cute and the second one comes along and then you wonder if they're going to be like the first one or if they're going to have their own you know little personality which totally happens do you see parts of yourself in me and Whitney, like certain characteristics that you look at us and go, oh, my God, that's so me. Whitney does have my stubbornness, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no comment. And you have and you have my carrying on of grudges. So <laughs> That's true. I do. I'm trying to release that. I'm wor- I've worked hard to release being a grudge holder. Oh, yeah. Whitney doesn't like change and neither do I. That's true. Well, I thank you for all of these wonderful traits that you've given me that are a reflection of you that are similar to you. And the ones that aren't so good, thanks a lot. Just kidding. (laughs) I don't know. Well, that's the way it goes. You know, you you can't have it all. (laughs) Well, I guess you can, bad and good. That's true. I relish in all of it. Yeah. Well, Court, what's your favorite thing about being a mom? I have a lot of favorite things about being a mom, but the thing that just warms me the most is a very simple thing and it's snuggling. I just (laughs) love to snuggle with my girls and have that quiet, intimate time where I can smell them, Mm -hmm. stick my nose in their hair, cuddle them. And that's really the most joyful moments for me. I relish it. I treasure it. And I try to be in the moment and remember these moments because they're not going to want to snuggle me much longer. Oh, that's so sweet. I always loved it after y'all have been outside all day or something and the sun's on you Mm -hmm. and you, and you come in and I love the smell of your skin, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, because a little sweat in there too, but (laughs) I don't know. It just smells so earthy and 
good. I yeah. know. And they each have their own little smells. And now oh, yeah. it's to the point where they'll be like, are you smelling me? <laughs> yes, I yeah. am. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, right. <laughs> Mom, when I get home, do you want me to walk around the block and you can smell me when I get back? <laughs> Uh-huh. I don't think it'll be the same as a little kid, though. The, the, oh. same, the smell isn't going to be the same. Let's try it. And we can try it. I also sniff, and then sometimes I have to say, you need to take a shower. When was the last time you took a shower? Yeah. <laughs> sometimes they get kind of gamey, but um, pretty much all the time. But it, but it does, I don't know, I still like the smell of the sunshine on the skin. Well, you're a bonus mom to Lance's daughter, Lauren, so what? Is your favorite part about that? I am. She came into my life about seven-ish years ago. And just watching her from 20 years old to 27 now, um, I think our relationship has evolved a lot. And I just like being there for her. There's a lot of love. It's kind of like a sisterly aunt vibe mm-hmm. we've got going on it's cool um special but there's also times when i'm like dude you need to get your shit together mm-hmm. when something's happening and, and she respects that and um but we we really have a great relationship i'm so so thankful to have her in my life and i'm so glad she recently got married and i have kind of another little bonus daughter and it's really sweet and it's uh especially nice that they're older so we can go have cocktails and hang out and, you know, I'm not having to do diapers or anything like that. Oh, yeah. That was not the best part of yeah. being a mom is the diapers. Mom, can you remember a Mother's Day gift that you got that you just absolutely loved or cracked you up or was your favorite? No, not <laughs> at all. I think, <laughs> I think my favorite was the day that each of both of you were born. That was my best Mother's Day gift. Oh, that's uh, really sweet. Yeah, I would say that would be my my most favorite. Hard to top that. Damn, we need to step it up. Yeah. (laughs) I think so. Mom, do you have any funny mom memories of me? Yes. Well, I have all kinds of fond memories of you. Funny. I want funny. No, funny. Well, I don't know how funny it would come across me saying it, but you were always putting on a show. Always. Me? With the, yes, with the neighborhood kids or the cousins or, mm-hmm. or dressing people up. <laughs> you were always putting makeup on Whitney and dressing her up and always. And then we all had to sit there and look at and watch them. And <laughs> I'm not going to lie. They were a little boring, but they My were very, shows? <laughs> they were really they were really cute, but you know, it's yeah. just like, okay, is it over yet? <laughs> it was incessant. Yeah. There was an intermission. Yeah. They tend to go on and on. Well, Mama, do you have a funny story about me from growing up or of recent? Well, I would say that you never, ever like to wear clothes. <laughs> Still don't. <laughs> you were always naked. And I have a picture of you on Dusty, our spring horse, you know, that all the little kids. The rocking horse. The rocking horse in a diaper with a hard hat on. A hard hat or a cowgirl hat? No, no, no. It was a hard hat. It was your your horse riding hat. It was an English riding hat. Helmet. 
and a diaper and it was 20 degrees outside. I got to recreate that photo. Oh my God. I have it it somewhere. That is so Uh, cute. Yeah. Well, she's still writing. uh, I don't know if she's writing topless, but she's still writing. Ooh, that sounds painful. Or in a diaper. Maybe she, is she writing in a diaper? No, but I, I do wear full full undies because you know you get going on a cantering and that can really hurt some things down under yeah the other thing is of course she was always so funny and doing funny little things that it was we should have been spanking her and she was but we were laughing at her instead i know can i say one more thing about you that it was funny Mm mm-hmm Martha lived pretty close to us and, you know, your aunt. And when we were living in Houston and your grandparents, my parents came and got you and they went down to her house. But your dad always called our German shepherd shithead. (laughs) So you go down there to Martha's house and somehow you started saying, you started talking about the dog and you said, oh yeah, daddy calls him shithead. (laughs) In front of those very conservative grandparents. At what age was she? Oh, like three. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And so how did you find out your mom called you? So they brought you home on their way back home and and, or that night or whatever. And they told me they thought it was funny. Courtney (laughs) was telling the whole family that daddy calls the dog shithead. That was from the jerk, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was from the jerk because they had a dog named Shithead. That's another indication of your you and dad's parenting was that you let me watch anything and everything under the sun. No, no, no. Let's uh -uh. I didn't let you watch everything (laughs) under the sun. Your dad let you watch everything. Let's not let's not confuse that one. You know, I look back and think that's cool. I think that's helped develop my cynical sense of humor and some of my comedy skills. I'm not going to lie. I think it's great. I agree. Yeah. My kids are such goody two shoes. They're already 10 and 12 and they don't cuss. I'm like, come on. And they're like, mommy, you know, not that I want them to. They weren't raised in Texas. That's our language. Right. <laughs> oh, but you'd get so mad at me if I cussed. Only, only sluts cuss, Whitney. You're <laughs> in public or on the radio. Only sluts cuss. Is yeah. that what she would say? Yes. You know what? You don't just oh you God. don't just use it constantly, and you do. So that's why. Mom, I want to know if you can recall a time where you felt like you were a mom hero, a time where your actions made you feel really proud of being a mom. Okay, I don't know. Well, when you had your anorexia, I was very vigilant about keeping you on track, making you go to your therapy sessions, making you eat um, and helping you devise menus and Mm -hmm. foods that wouldn't be so scary to you. Mm -hmm. And also just watch, put my little network out of anybody saw you running or doing any exercise that you weren't supposed to be doing. Then um, they would call me, you know, they call me from the Y they'd Mm -hmm. call me from, you know, wherever. And um, so, I mean, I just was determined to mm-hmm. see it through and um, mm-hmm. as much as I could. I mean, but you were totally in control of that. But I, uh, you know, I did my part, mm-hmm. I guess I should say, um, yeah. as much as, as much as I could. Yeah. Well, I think that putting those systems in place, place saved my life and it makes me want to cry to talk about that that's really sweet 
Um, I mean, it was amazing. It's heroic that you did that for me. Um, of course you would. You're a mom, but. Of course I would. It was terrifying. Yeah, I know. To think you lose your child. Well, I look back in retrospect, and obviously I wouldn't have been able to get through that time without the real diligence of you and dad and getting me through it. But I think it was a tremendous time of growth for our entire family. Yeah, Mm -hmm. of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, there was years after that. I couldn't talk about it without crying Mm -hmm. Uh, just because it was, it was traumatic. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but you got through it and you're a better person today. You know, always try to be part into your lives, a part of your lives as much as you wanted me to, because I know so many people, you know, having taught when I've taught Sunday school and stuff, their kids in high school don't want anything to do with them, <laughs> you know. And um, I always felt very honored that y'all wanted me to come and be a sponsor at the dances or anything mm-hmm. like that. They wanted me to do stuff, or yeah. So, you know, I thought we all. I was very, very proud of our relationship. Mm. Uh, all, all through your lives. Yeah, you know? we were we were never embarrassed of right. mom or dad. Yeah. Like I always loved when you'd come bring lunch or anything like that and I think I can remember a time mom when I was probably 7th or 8th grade and we had our yearbooks at school and oh, yeah. we had, you know, the boys had written nice butt Whitney. Oh god. Or can you like, imagine this day and age? You know, all this stuff in the the like headmaster was like up in arms and wanted us to turn in our yearbooks and mom and a bunch of other parents and dad were like, no, this is private property. This is not going to happen. We're not doing this. And they fought for it and they went up there and they said, this is our property. We've purchased these. The kids can write what they want. We will deal with it on our own. And they all like really stood up for us. And I remember being like so proud of you guys and like, wow, they're going to really fight the system. (laughs) (laughs) My ass will always be great in that yearbook. Your ass is still great, by the way. Thank you. I can see their point. Although I don't think it was anything to make such a big deal about. Right. They did. I thought they over dramatized the whole thing. Well, I remember feeling proud of you. Oh, well, thanks. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) I'm very grateful for the relationship we, the three of us have and the openness and honesty and love and support that we've always had. Yeah. I want to know what was the last text message you had between you and Courtney? You want me to look it up? Yes. One of my last ones is I sent her a picture of the new ear ear medicine that my doctor gave me because I thought she might get it for Reagan because Reagan has the same thing in her ears that I do. And this one works better than the last one. So Ooh, that seems that- to be a theme of moms texting medical advice to their children in our family. What was your last text message with me? Well, yours said, Mama, can you record tomorrow at 12 p.m. Central Time? And I said, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Oh, but I also said before that, also one more favor. At some point, can you go open our dishwasher door, please? Yes, I will open it. Did you open it by chance? (laughs) Yes, I did. Thank you, Mama. Whitney, what's one word to describe Mama? Sassy. Sassy. Yeah. Classy? 
No, not classy. That's that's a total lie. Sassy. Sassy. Oh, I'm, I was going to say, I never thought of myself as classy. Sassy, yeah. Well, I, I think, think she's classy. classy. You're a class act. 100%. You can be sassy. You can be classy. You can be assy. You know? I can be anything you want me to be. Okay, Julia Robertson, pretty woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Courtney, what's your one word to describe mom? Herculean. Oh, I like it. <laughs> because oh. you're so strong. You're so, so strong. Physically strong, mentally strong, emotionally strong. Yeah. I don't know about mentally strong anymore. I'm beginning to think that things are going south on my mental capacity, but you know. You're doing a lot better than most. That's true. Good. Well, that's comforting. I don't, I just, as I get older, I just, I just want to drop dead. I don't want my, I don't want my body. I don't want, I don't want my body to give out and I don't want my mind to give out. Well, they're both muscles. So you just got to keep working them. Right. I am. But what if my mind goes out and then I'm still up there pumping iron? (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to let your mind deteriorate because we've got a lot of stuff for you to help us with in the future. All right. Well, mom, happy mother's day. Thank you so much. I wish we could be there with you in person. Well, Whitney, I wish I could be there with you in person, but I'll bring her spirit with me. Mm -hmm. Just don't bring my sickness with you. Do not bring that sickness to me. Well, we love you. We love you. Happy mother's day, mama. We love your show. I love your show. I love your show a lot. Love you, love your show, Cordy. Love you, love your show, Witty. Thank you so much for listening to Hey Sis, Eat This. If you LOL'd, peed your pants a little bit, or even smirked, please hit subscribe if you haven't already. And feel free to rate and review, but only if it's positive. Also, visit our website for recipes and to sign up for our newsletter at HeySisEatThis.com. And don't forget to call into the Haysis hotline at 866-4-HAYSIS with funny mama stories or kitchen conundrums of your own.